0: Cannot stop true love. All it can do is delay it for a while. <laughs> Welcome to Bickensale. <Bank> <laughs> you almost tr- killed Joel. <laughs> Tricky <was drinking> water. <laughs> you almost killed Joel. A romantic episode. We're talking about how, you know, what intro Jacob's going to do. He's like, I'm looking for a really romantic line because, you know, this episode's all about love and stuff like that. First uh, thing out of his mouth. I did not say death. that. Death. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. Uh, <laughs> Set the theme for the show. I should not drink water right when we're about to start the show. Death. What was the death. line again? Uh, death cannot stop true love. All it can do is delay it for a while. Oh, Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Yeah. But the emphasis was on death. 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 <laughs> No, death cannot stop. Hey, everyone! Welcome True to Bacon Cell. I'm Kent. I'm Joel and Jacob. Hey, guys! How's <laughs> it going? For, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Even when we start out the show like this. Hey, yes. today we're going to talk about romantic movies, most particularly romantic comedies, mostly, but some romantic movies. Yes, this may feel a little early to you, considering you know you may not have realized that uh, by the time this airs, that uh, Valentine's, the Valentine's Day will be is the day within yes. six days. So get on that. But we yeah. wanted to be a little more timely, and you know, we just we love to spread the love. That's right. That's right. Speaking yeah. of spreading the love, we we like to uh, comment on those that have offered up movies for the live the part two of the live action Disney uh, podcast. There are some that I won't be watching, some recommendations, <laughs> but please keep m- recommending more. Yeah, we're, we're happy to, to <laughs> so see can, can movies. ignore them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the more suggestions you give, uh, the more we can tailor our list to you, the listener, and so we want to do that. Yep. But uh, so this is your reminder to go get your significant other something for Valentine's Day because the clock. Is ticking. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah, unless you're listening to this later, then uh, yeah, if you're you procrastinating <laughs> like the day before Valentine's Day, you can still listen to the show. Like every fine. single yeah. person. But if it's okay. February fifteenth, you're in trouble. You're toast. Yep, you're toast. Uh, but we, Kent and I, have gotten our lists ready. We were, right. we had to pick our top five romantic movies now this isn't like we're saying these are the best movies ever you're saying favorites these are our favorites these are our top five but they're darn good you're saying then they're not the best ever i'm saying they are but that's my opinion okay there's probably an objective jury out there i think it's okay to say they are the best out there yeah because you're egotistical well, if I'm right, then I'm right. <laughs> yeah, we've been over this before. It's personal <laughs> favorites, right? Not necessarily, you know. Well, we're not going to recommend terrible ones, although if we have a guilty pleasure in there, that's that's something different. Because there are, a, bet lot. There are a, a lot. I you do. You have a guilty pleasure, of- Kent? I have a, uh, They're quite a few. They're all guilty pleasures, aren't they? <laughs> it's like a walk to remember. Stuff no, like that. you don't like a walk to remember, do you? You're right, I don't. <laughs> I really don't. They are selling my eye. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> but there are a lot of bad... Or are mediocre to bad romantic comedies out there. Uh, mostly mediocre. Yeah. Oh, like, oh yeah. Right. And I th- I think that's generally the genre. Like the Christmas movies. Like horror movies. There's a lot of just churned out money grabs out there. Yeah. Yeah. Hitch is actually Kent's number one. Just to give a spoiler, there. <laughs> you can't give away my number one like oh, that. That's <laughs> really not cool at all. I mean that is, that is anything the role. with Kevin James. That's is, that's the thing. That was a list. cinematic breakout hit. So thank you, bitch. You guys think I'm kidding, too. Well, you, we, we know that you, the listener, have a lot of favorite romantic comedies and romantic movies as well. And so we will encourage you at the end to share along. But play along with us as we go. And, okay. Oh, and Jacob also has a Jacob twist. Yes, a quiz. So in between Joel and Kent giving you their 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 top movies, I'm going to have some really random quizzes, quiz questions. <laughs> really random. Always, always random. They're all going to start yeah, right. with right Death. Death. Cannot stop. <laughs> it's the pause. It's when you pause after death and that's yeah. all you hear. Uh, yeah. And shout out to Bethany, who's probably not even going to listen, but for helping me put this quiz together. No, no. She said she'd listen to this episode oh, well, because yeah. she helped. Oh, yeah. There <laughs> she you helped. go. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, let's start off with the five uh, for from both of you, and then I'll go to the quiz. All right. Ladies first. Uh, my number five. I'm okay with being in touch with my feminine side because this is that kind of show. Mm-hmm. True. It's true. I wonder if we're going to have overlap. We're going to have a little bit. Probably. But not to start with because my number five. Is High Fidelity? High Fidelity came out in 2000. Stars John Cusack. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's it's not going to be a movie that that uh, well. You give a, a brief plot. The Ferris X loves. Uh, so <laughs> the the plot summary is uh, John Cusack plays Rob Gordon. He's a self confessed music lover. He has a poor understanding of women. The movie starts out and he just got broken up with. He's really 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 sad. He doesn't know what to do. I said summary, not synopsis, right? <laughs> that's okay we got time i always do this <laughs> i always do this very excited. One. i get yeah. passionate anyways so after getting dumped he talks to the camera and he goes let's talk about my top five girlfriends this movie is about top fives the entire time so he talks to each of these women to find out what he's done wrong in the past so he doesn't do it in the future actually talks to them or is it in his mind he shows their backstory and then he goes to talk to them okay yes have you not seen this movie i've seen it okay wasn't that impressed Wow, I'm really not surprised. It, it didn't well, and the thing is, you're a music lover, and yes. ma- more so than I am. Mm-hmm. I, I like music, what? but I'm much more I'm much more mainstream than Kent is. And Joel's this, a pop fan. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but, I'm much more mainstream it music, but uh, I can understand why this would appeal to you. But it didn't speak to me the way I think it spoke to you. Right, I, I didn't hate it. For me, this came out of the, the what perfect did it tell time. You, this was one of your black hole movies, I think. It mm-hmm. came out, uh, you know, 2000. So yeah. I was just barely 19. Mm-hmm. And so I was still angry. I was still in the Fight Club phase. And I was in Covilhã in Portugal. Right, <laughs> Exactly. So this one spoke to me because he's very cynical. It's based off the book by Nick Hornby, who I love as an author. Just dark comedy all the way you through. You say Nick Hornby or Nicholas Nick, Sparks? Nick, oh, the, the best Nick, Nick Hornby. <laughs> and yeah. I, better I, than Nick Frost? Okay. Okay. The second That's best well, Nick. What, better than Saint Nick? yeah saint nick is like number four on the list ouch i know i don't know what you're getting for christmas (laughs) but this is a great movie this is the this is the movie that basically made me run my life through top five lists which is what we're doing today yeah Mm -hmm. yeah this is that movie that changed the way i think about how i determine my favorites girls you dated before your wife i have only (laughs) oh that's too much personal information (laughs) (laughs) that is too much personal information moving on that i was gonna get you there right my number five uh, romantic movie is Serendipity. First and foremost, Kate Beckinsale is in it, and she is absolutely adorable in this movie. Secondly, John Cusack. Yes, he So is. we have a connection there. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who don't know this movie, uh, the story is these two people meet kind of by chance while shopping. They decide they want to—the the man wants to kind of, you know, pursue the relationship, but the girl says, if fate wants us together, it'll get us together, and so she writes— uh, her phone number uh, a name and a phone number on a dollar bill and then pays for something with it and then he gets a book with the cover in it anyway it's a whole <laughs> that was a great pitch i'm trying to be i'm trying to be more concise than kent but it's about these two people who were destined to find each other and if they can find each other and it pursues their relationship that so the why do you question. like this? that was a terrible pitch i'm sorry it's all, it's all good i mean yeah you didn't really sell it no but neither did the movie really i think the leads are great but the movie itself is really just kind of cliché. Oh, it's formulated to a T. So how do we find Kate Beckinsale I think is the question from this. Did it teach us how to do that? We're going to be able to uh, get her. Did, did it just... introduce us to Kate Beckinsale? Like should... said it's called Comfort Farm. Funny you should say that. So she was in some uh, movies and TV before this. Right. But I actually found out that that uh, when they were filming this movie in New York, the following note was posted on the production trailer. Quote, Yes, we are filming a movie. It's called Serendipity. It stars John Cusack and some girl from Britain that you wouldn't know even if we told you her name. Are you kidding me? No. We will be shooting tonight until mid-morning. Please don't ask the crew any questions. Even if they don't look like they're working, they're thinking. End quote. That's not really what it said. That's what it said. <laughs> and I just thought, wow, that's, she's come a long way because she's a household name now. Like People know Kate Beckinsale better than they know any of her movies. Yeah, maybe better than John Cusack right now. Yeah, John Cusack hasn't done a lot, but... This movie, it really is formulaic, but it is one of my favorite romantic comedies because it hit all the right notes. And really, it kind of made me believe and love that fate kind of magic that can happen. So I'm a big fan. Wow. I mean, that's really adorable because this one is a straight-up romantic comedy straight for, up. well, for I'd say for the fairer sex. I think this one is you know, targeted towards the fair sex. Well, and my wife, really clung on to it. My wife, uh, her celebrity crush. I don't know if it still is, but you definitely used to be John Cusack. Really? And mine's Kate Beckinsale. And so watching this movie, it's eye candy for both of us. <laughs> <So you're> just, <laughs> wait, wait, you and your wife are both watching this movie, lusting after other people. I didn't say lusting. <laughs> oh, that's what I got. Oh, appreciating. I, I don't watch movies like with lustful do, eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I read into it, though. Uh, yeah, it's just your. That, that's some perception. sort of like, uh, never mind. <laughs> well, what, Jake? I better not say it. Okay. Let's move on. Let's on. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's quiz time. <laughs> quiz time. I can't quiz talk. Quiz time. Yeah, yeah. Yay! So we need buzzers. <clears throat> buzzers, boys. What are you You complete me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Joel? I'll have what she's having. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yay. I'm clapping right now. Uh, yeah. Those are good buzzers. Yay. Those are good buzzers. Okay. Uh, well. I see. was gonna do all right, all right, all right, but I thought ah, right. this is better more iconic. Way more accurate. Okay. Alright, first question. And we buzz in with our buzzer. Yes. The first one to buzz in gets to answer the questions. And the questions yes. in you you said you got Bethany's help, so we did actually get a female's help in this show, which is <laughs> I think necessary. But you know, because men cannot appreciate romantic comedy. No, it's impossible. Well, I barely can. They're trolls, basically. <laughs> <laughs> We're like heartless apes, <laughs> lusting after the screen, as Kent would say. Yeah. Okay. First question. Ready your buzzers. Right. Name three movies with Tom Hanks. and You complete me. Sleepless in Seattle. You've got Mel and Joe versus Volcano. That is correct. Oh, good job! Thank Joe, you. I, the third. Yeah, the th- Joe versus Volcano is always the tough one. Yeah, it's not really there's actually comedy. a fourth. You know that? It's a newer one, right? Yeah. Came out last year. Yeah. No one cares. I don't know what that was. Because Meg Ryan. It's called Ithaca. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you say uh, <laughs> Ithaca? It's not a great romantic comedy name. Question two. What do you call the contrived and unlikely meeting? I'll have a... Get... having. That's incorrect. That No, that's my buzzer. That's... Uh, it's also incorrect. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Y'all. What? what? That's called a meet cute. Dang it. That's correct. Uh, you want to finish the question? Just so... Uh, An unlike meeting between potential love interest and a romantic comedy. There you go. Meet Cute. Meet Cute. Popularized by Roger Ebert. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want him coining phrases for romantic comedies. The man hated them. He did. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. Question three. What three holidays are featured in Sleepless in Seattle? I'll have what she's having. Joel. I'm going to say New Year's. That's one of them. Obviously. Does New Year's Day and New Year's Eve kind of separate holidays? They do not. Okay. Then I'm going to say Christmas and Valentine's Day. That's correct. Nice work. Yes. I had no idea, so I was going to back well, off I knew on they that me- one. I knew that. I remember the New Year's stuff, and I remember they met on Valentine's Day because it's this cliche thing. It was the Christmas one. I'm like, does it go Does it only forward? take place between those, like, in a couple months I there? believe so. I okay. believe it's December through February. Question number four. All right, gentlemen. How many couples actually find love in love actually? you complete me? I'm yeah. going to guess here. Knee-jerk two I'll, I'll have what she's having yes there are 10 different stories in love actually and so i'm going to say six that's incorrect oh what is it four okay four four couples actually find love mm. i didn't think it was that much i didn't think it was a lot little. of the stories are very tragic yes they are they yeah. are but i guess no. they are yeah. but i mean are we well never i we'll get into we, it. But. we went through and counted it was it was accurate all right okay no one wins that one last question for this round for this round and forever. What was the name of Tom Hank's dog And You've Got Mail? Oh. It was actually a big part of the story, apparently. Right. You complete me. Kent. Buddy. Incorrect. Uh, but I'll have what she's having. Joel. AOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no no. You've got sponsorship mail. there. You got the first and the last letter correct. Uh, which is almost worth a point, honestly. Brandy. Brinkley. Brinkley! Why does that play a big role in Brinkley? Uh, Bethany told me it did. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen that in ages. It's like her favorite movie. (laughs) She wanted like five different questions from that movie in this quiz. (laughs) 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 That's great. That is awesome. Okay, back to... Back to fours. Back to fours. Okay, so our number four, I can go first this time. Yeah, sure. go, go for it. Uh, my number four is actually not a comedy, though it has some humor, humoristic elements. I went with Moulin Rouge, 2001. What? This movie made like, me... Did l- you hate that movie? No. Isn't this one of your favorite movies of all time? It is. Oh, that's but it's wonderful. only number four was, on this list. I just list. Didn't remember strong feelings about that movie. I didn't see it so was in the theater. It was a good opinion, so... I, I talked to a, a guy I worked with, and he actually warned me against ever seeing it and said... I wanted my two hours back after watching this movie. You will regret watching it. And so I didn't for a long time. I finally saw it, and it made me fall in love with film, and it made me fall in love with love, frankly. And your wife, probably. This was the movie that made you fall in love with film? It's, well, I mean, I loved movies before that, but this is one that made me want to study it. Like, I really wanted to dig apart and really? just, like, really examine it. Like, it really was amazing to me. And it blew my mind, and I just, I love this movie. I love this movie. This is the movie. This is the musical that should have won Best Picture, not Chicago. In fact, I believe that they were really making up to Moulin Rouge by giving Chicago the Oscar because this was nominated, but it lost. How, how tall is your soapbox right there? I'm just trying to just trying to check. It's five foot ten. Okay. I I, I told you this before. I've never actually seen Moulin Rouge. Right. Well, that's going in our uh, movie watching thing that we're doing. What, are we, what else are we watching? Cool Runnings. Oh, our marathon. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've tried to watch the beginning of Moulin Rouge about three times and I get 20 minutes in and I have to stop because I get these headaches and I start getting nosebleeds. Right. And, and I hear after that is where it it calms down. I feel the same way. The first, the first 10, 15 minutes is insane in an amazing way. But no, I don't think down, amazing. I think no, like it's sporadic. Uh, like I don't want to see John Leguizamo's face just like flash on the screen to it's give me a You to get you punched racist? in the face a lot? <laughs> <that's> a racist? <laughs> Why'd you pick John Leguizamo? Because his face is he as an actor, he's not well, great to see. Okay. And this movie <laughs> to say that <laughs> that was well worded, very well said. <laughs> this movie lost to A Beautiful Mind, which won that year. And I think A Beautiful mm-hmm. Mind is a beautiful movie. Beautiful that's funny. Movie. A Beautiful Mind is is about craziness, and Moulin <laughs> Rouge makes you crazy. <laughs> Moulin Rouge is fantastic. Fantastic though. Like, it really, who knew that uh, Ewan McGregor and Nicole Kidman could sing? Right. Like, really, it's a great soundtrack. And I, I think just the way they modernized a lot of these old songs, uh, or yeah, old songs, new songs into old territory. Yeah, I hear you. The whole way it's presented, I'm enamored with this movie and it, it devastated me at the end. Like, I remember just sitting through the credits in complete silence, being like, whoa. And the music is is wonderful at the end too. The bolero song at the end. I've actually never finished it because, much like Kent, I got about five ten minutes in. And well, it was you know, like it's, okay. it's for more mature audiences. And mature audience, yes. Uh, you know the young minds. <laughs> no, honestly, young right right colors, colors like and light. When I was watching <laughs> Spring Breakers, it reminded me of the first twenty minutes of Moulin Rouge, and there's that's, a reason I haven't an finished insult, that. Kent. That's too Oh no, I know. That's but... Too far. <laughs> You've gone too <laughs> no, far. No, no. I'm sure the movie is better as I've been told, but I still haven't been able to revisit it. What's that guy doing now? Which guy? You know, the director or whatever his name is. Spring Buzz Breakers? Lerman? No, 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 no. Moulin ba- Rouge guy. Buzz Lerman. Yeah, Buzz Lerman. He's yeah, still making movies. Yeah, it seems. He did been a great while. Gatsby recently. Yeah, yeah. Was which like, was good. That was like 2014, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, he's still making stuff. But he made Australia. This actually was the first. <laughs> <laughs> I, <liked> the first. <laughs> both, the I like the first. He made the continent? Both of those which movies, stories, right? yeah. yeah, he did make the continent. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's actually the first musical nominated for Best Picture in 10 years after Beauty and the Beast was Moulin Rouge. Hmm. So hmm. not many good musicals are made these days, but this one surpasses them all. And it is very very romantic yeah all right kit let's go to you uh my number four is not a rom-com it is before sunrise a very romantic movie joel right now is rolling his <laughs> eyes falling asleep or turning into a zombie i'm not sure <laughs> okay i like because there's this is a oh hold on. let me pitch it first right no, no but this, I'm, I'm gonna say this is the trilogy is it a trilogy uh this is the first movie of the trilogy there's not and four, i right. had to choose one because I, I wanted to pick favorite right but there's only three right which is yeah, there's before only sunrise turn. before sunset and before midnight? Correct. This okay. is the first one that you chose. So the okay. first one came out in nineteen ninety-five. It's just it's basically a young American guy, Ethan Hawke, meets a young French woman, Julie Delpy, on a train and they stop in Vienna. Is it Delpy or Delphi? I don't I never know. It's French. Who knows how they pronounce it? It's <laughs> uh, <he's> French, no? <laughs> so they they just spend an entire night walking around Vienna and he's going back to America the next day. So all they do is talk. And it's Yes. It's so like comprehensive because they know they'll never see each other again that they are just like basically revealing all their inner secrets and everything just having a great conversation huh nothing jake (laughs) yes you can't whisper into the microphone and expect to be secret i I was i was mouthing. no one can hear this but the reason i love it is jesse the guy he's a romantic disguised as a cynic like he has this like heart outer shell what about jesse's girl (laughs) celine jesse's girl she's a romantic but she's actually quite cynical and i just think this one is is so great i don't know if it's the dialogue or the love story that kind of gets me but it really is kind of the same thing as you where i'm like wow that movie like in terms of film that did so much by doing nothing at all and when kent says nothing at all he means nothing at all like this movie it was i, I appreciate it for the experiment in film it was because it was it's just these people talking the whole time literally that's it they're out waiting for a train i think it is or a plane? No, or, they they stopped on a train. Yeah, he's leaving the next day. On he's a plane. leaving the next day. So they just walk around the city. Friend, It's in Paris, Vienna. 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 Uh, they walk around and just talk the whole movie. And there, there's some fascinating fascinating conversations. But I didn't find it particularly romantic. Hmm. It was interesting, but I never like the chemistry was there. But I didn't feel like it was like a romantic movie. See, for me, it's like if I was you know in my twenties on a train trip th- through Europe, I, that would be. My dream is to find this French girl who would just like want to stop and just walk around a city with me is, and just. Talk does your wife listen to this podcast? <laughs> when I was twenty, because <laughs> that's the thing—it's all about you know dreaming big, traveling abroad, and meeting someone from another country and just having the most fascinating conversation of your life mm-hmm. that lasts an entire night. I love it. How long? What's the running oh, time? The running time—it's uh, about an hour forty. Hmm. I realized I didn't pitch Moulin Rouge at all. Like I didn't—I didn't tell the story at all which basically I think people get it well i mean those that don't know it's about a young writer who falls in love He goes to a, a theater establishment where there are courtesans and he falls in love with one of the women there and it's that kind of he loves her but she's and she loves job. john leguizamo <laughs> <That's racist. laughs> she loves the duke she doesn't <laughs> love him right yeah right right sorry to jump back to that but i just realized oh yeah i didn't pitch that that's what we're supposed to do because you did a very good job pitching before sunrise well you know yeah. It almost so again, made, it almost made like me you, want to watch it again. You should watch it again. And I liked Before Sunrise. It was Before Sunset where I went, oh. I, I don't think you like certain content things in Before Sunset, but all great movies, all yeah, very did, realistic. Do did, did they get busy? Is it not all talking, Kent? I, I, I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> They're 20. Family friendly, Jacob. <laughs> Family friendly. Is that what you were whispering before? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So that's laughs> Jacob's 12? You I can't was, whisper on a podcast. A, hey, guys. Uh, I wasn't whispering. I was mouthing. I was mouthing. No, you'll hear it on the, on the podcast. You I definitely hope, were audible. I hope so, actually. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what about the sex? That's what I was saying. <laughs> Family friendly! <laughs> what has happened? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the quiz. You guys ready? Yeah, Get ready. your ready what is hugh grant's character's profession in nodding hill i'll have what she's having <laughs> we don't Joel. Know. isn't he a writer or an advertiser because that's what everyone in romantic comedies is you're kind of close but wrong you complete me Kent, he's a songwriter no that's a different that's movie. A, i know i know i just didn't know That's pop goes my heart that's uh, music lyrics. Lyrics. there we go i actually remembered the answer to this one i didn't remember the name of the store but i remembered vaguely what it was you guys want another guess He's no. a snorkel salesman. That's all I remember and is you the guys. snorkel in the movie. All right. Horse and Hound Magazine. <laughs> I <laughs> no, remember that. What is, what is it about romantic comedies that everyone either is a journalist or works in advertising? Yeah. Why? Every single romantic because comedy. Because it's a big the city, city thing. It, it, oh, yeah. And romance only have. I notice that, too. It only happens in the big cities right. like New York and L.A. And so people only do journalism in big cities. <laughs> so so apparently. that's is a only travel road. books store owner. Okay. I, oh, that's I remember. Right. Yeah, she, yeah. That's how he meets her. She comes in there. Yep. That's right. Yep. Whoopsie daisy That's what I mean. <laughs> that should have been my buzzer. Yeah, should have been. Oopsie-daisy. That would be a good one. Okay. Can I change my buzzer? Nope. <laughs> Your Honor, may I change my buzzer? I get kind of confused, I think. Okay. You got confused before when I said the line, you're like, wrong. Moving on. Actually, I do want it. You can change it. I can change it. It's whoopsie-daisy. Oh daisy, gosh. Approved. What is Julia Roberts' character's name in Pretty Woman? Whoopsie-daisy. Joel. Vivian. That's correct. Wow. I uh, had no idea. I had no idea what the last name was, but I remember Vivian. Hmm. I would have accepted either. So, What's, does she have a last name? Vivian Ward. Oh, I didn't remember that at all. V. W. Joel, you're killing me. Bug. Uh, yeah, by like two, three, uh, three to one, three to one. Yeah. Uh. Robert Downey Jr. and Marissa Tomei find love. Who's you you gonna me? Joel. Uh, only, only, you. Only, you. Only, you. only you. Only you. Only you. That's incorrect. What? I didn't finish the question. Ah. Uh. And Marissa Tomei find love in what European city in the movie Only You? You complete me, Kent. Oh, Rome. That's Whoop. correct. Was ah! it Rome? Really? Technically, it, it was. wasn't. It wasn't just Rome. They travel around right. quite a bit in that movie. I just watched that this summer again. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. We had a VHS up at the cabin, and we put it in. We're like, "Yay, all of you!" Any of the correct cities? Kent? My wife had never seen it before. Huh? I love it as VHS. Damon Bradley. Glad <laughs> you are back on the board, Kent. <laughs> what song does Heath Ledger's character? Uh, What's your Uh Joel. Uh, can I sing it? <laughs> yeah. I love you, baby. And if it's quite all right, I need you, baby. To hold me tight, pretty baby. Trust in me. He does it on the bleachers as he's dancing around. Yeah. I wish you'd get to the line that gets to the name of the song, though, but. I don't remember the name of the song. But I just sang it. It's gotta come for something. Kent, do you know? I'm going to give that's it to no Joel. Fair I would give it to Joel. That's no fair. I was going to say cuz I he it. He sang for it. <laughs> he did sing for it. can't take my mind off of you. That's what it is. And yeah, oh, I'll, I'll give it to you're you. You're just too good to be true. Uh, actually, I hate that movie. I om- that's one of the few movies what? I almost walked out of. I was in Are you sh- kidding me? I was in a Shakespeare play at the time. I was in Taming of the Shrew at the time this movie came out. It offended his delicate sensibilities. And I was bugged that they had what they were doing to Shakespeare's work. <laughs> I like really really 10 things I hate it. about you. And Larissa Olnick, I think she is very cute. She's a very cute young lady young lady. And Heath Ledger was actually that was the only part I really liked. In the movie was that. Everything else, was yeah. Pff. Styles. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Styles. Last question for this round. All right. Bridget Jones is based heavily on what classic piece of literature? You complete me. Get Pride and Prejudice. That's correct. Really? That's yeah. Super easy. Because there is a Mark Darcy. Call in first place, Mark Darcy. In I never saw the first one. That was seriously the give me. That was a give me question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at on that, man? So disappointed. <laughs> he's staying for a point, all right? Give he did. him some credit. He did. for a point. Yeah. He's getting all these hard ones. Okay. All right. Back to number three. My right, number three movie is probably on Joel's list, unless he was smart and realized that it's not quite a romantic comedy, but it's about time. Does this count? That's my question to you. Does it count? It better count. <laughs> okay. Yeah, of course it's on Joel's. This is, I'm I looking at Joel and he's kind of hesitating. Uh, this movie only has a 70% in Rotten Tomatoes, I found out. It's disgusting. Isn't that crazy? What's wrong with the rule? I actually saw that uh, a lot of the critics were saying things like, no, they, they made these time rules. It's, about, right. uh, it's a movie about uh, a family mm-hmm. wherein the males can travel through time. Mm-hmm. By very easily going into a closet and clenching their fists. Loosely established rules. And it's not about the time travel. That's why when I read these comments of the critics going, they made these rules about time travel and then they broke them here, here, and here. I'm like, shut up. Shut up, Kenny D. <laughs> Whoa, it an, I like this movie. It's one over three. But it's that type of, it's that type of personality. <laughs> oh, oh, you're just saying that kind of personality is the Kenny D personality? A little cynical critic? Yes. That's really yeah. rude. He's actually taught his kids to say that, too. So they all sit at home. Anytime somebody says something mean, they just say, shut up, Kenny D. Like That's just the expression in I the I taught house. my kids to say, I've seen better. <laughs> <laughs> Impress me. Uh, so, yeah, about time. Like Joel said, it's about slightly about time travel. And I will say that it does kind of stay in the romantic movie genre because at first he wants a girlfriend really, really bad. And Margot Robbie's in this movie and it's a pretty amazing set of scenes. And yes, then he wants something more, and that's where uh, Rachel McAdams comes in. And then but that's only like half the movie. The other half is all about family, belonging, you know, it's just ping pong. It ping pong. It's an amazing movie. Whether it breaks its rules or not, oh man, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful movie, and honestly, it's—I'll talk about this later, but it, yeah, 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 it's a very, very moving movie. Was, yeah, we'll, we'll swing back around, get a little bit more. Right, and, yeah. and I almost felt like it didn't deserve to be on this list, but I had to. Not deserve how? Because it's—it's not just a love story; it's a life story. Like the romance is a—it's a good chunk um, of it, but then it moves on, and it's all about right. relationships. No, it totally fits. Joel has more to say about this. Yeah. Hey, Joel, yeah. your number three. My number three is actually Love Actually. All right, so Richard Curtis once again. Um, <laughs> I thought it was going to be your number one. There's, That's so why so I was waiting. there's so many different types of love represented in this in this movie. It's it's about a bunch of different people finding love or losing love, and uh, I mean it's like young love with a kid having a crush. It's an older couple who's having marital marital difficulties. It's it's got a little bit of everything. There's actually like I said 10 different stories, although my edited version actually cuts out two stories entirely. Which other story? Besides uh, the obvious one. No, it gets rid of it gets rid of uh, the Just Judy storyline, the Martin, uh, Martin the Martin Freeman storyline oh, yeah. and then it also gets rid of Colin Colin is completely gone. Oh, yeah. That is kind of useless anyway. It is, but it's, it, he, like, I saw the TV version one time and I'm like, what the heck? Which and one's Colin? He's the, the guy that goes, the to British guy who goes to America. He thinks girls will like his accent. Mm-hmm. And they do. And, and they, they do. Because yeah. it's kind of a dumb part of the Which, movie. that's what I was going to say is I don't understand I why it's really for. Because yeah. Colin finds love. Judy and, and Martin Freeman find love. Uh, does Colin find love? Yes, he does. He I finds mean, love. He finds he something. Defend, <laughs> yeah, define <laughs> that. No, no, the little kid gets, the little kid finds love uh kids don't know what love are kira knightley is. and and the guy they come to terms uh the portuguese one that's five count. right no, there no 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 kira knightley doesn't count they find love no, no. she found no. her husband no no the operative no. and was very no. happy with him no, <laughs> no that no, one's they, not working she set up this bill extramarital curtis, thing on the side yes not that's bill what curtis. happened not bill curtis she found uh, future divorce uh, what's his his what name? She billy found. Mack he finds a different billy mac did find love so this is already six no no you're not counting them right I am. Yeah, you're crazy. Also, (laughs) take it up with Bethany. Also, I will. Do (laughs) that. I want to see that conversation go down. Hold on. I'm I'm looking at this one. Will you just tell me about your number three? (laughs) What's it about, Joel? (laughs) That's what it is. This is love, actually. And we're talking about it right now. And I'm looking at it, and I think the numbers are seriously wrong. Because really, it's basically just Harry and his wife and... Sarah and Carl and Michael that those are the only ones that don't so I'm I'm going to call foul here on that answer. Well, you can talk to the judge. I will, <laughs> but I, I think this movie is just it's it's wonderful and it really does it puts you in that kind of romantic holiday spirit mood. My wife and I actually watch this every Christmas Eve as we're waiting for Santa to come. See every Christmas Eve. You know I'm going to break my own rules here and say it's more of a Christmas movie than it is a romantic comedy. I didn't pick a part about time. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad choice. It's cuz you can't. You love like can you it. not be a romantic comedy be set in Christmas? You can, but like that's the only time I'll ever think about this movie is is Christmas. It's well, considered one of the top Christmas movies actually. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I put it in both lists. I think it's fantastic. Do. I like this movie a lot. I like it too. It's actually one of my honorable mentions, which maybe we'll get to before oh, yeah. we, we should, do we should uh, we should number one. Definitely talk about honorable mentions cuz it was so hard to cut it down to just 5. It really was. And I feel bad. I feel well, bad about my list. Let's be honest, there's one of our favorite movies of all time. I say our because, you know, I think we share this like that doesn't quite fit, but it is a romantic comedy. You know what I'm talking about. Maybe. We wedding think. Singer, probably? It's Wedding Singer. Yeah. I love Wedding Singer. <laughs> yeah, Joel does like that one. <laughs> I what, was kidding that's, right that's there, I but with? I know. <laughs> I actually really do. That's my favorite. Look, the Adam's record show Kent loves Wedding Singer. Make also, note that everything is my Adam favorite Adam Sandler movie is The Wedding Singer. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. High five. All right. Back All right. to the quiz. Back Except the for quiz. Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds is phenomenal. I just like I, like Mr. I was Deeds kidding again. Yeah, he was definitely kidding. <laughs> I like that one, though. I like nice Adam Sandler. And I don't like... That was the worst one he could think Adam's of right then. That's what that was. <laughs> no, no it wasn't. <laughs> Little Nicky. Little Nicky, that's the yeah. worst. That is the worst. Worse than the... Jack and Jill? No, worse than the, the, the grown-ups oh grown-ups it's grown-ups and I, kn- I know you is it wrong that like <laughs> there are so many bad ones i can't the cobbler i mean you know yeah, there's a lot of bad Wait, ones. have you watched that now i watched like 10 minutes i couldn't I couldn't continue <laughs> it's pretty dull if you didn't finish it could have an opinion <laughs> no if you didn't watch it that's different you have to try at least. all right all right we're referencing all right <laughs> all right back to the quiz oh yeah yeah buzzers ready yes what is the name of peter's cat in while you were sleeping you complete me Kit. mitzi that's incorrect i can quote that movie by heart so many scenes and i can't oh, remember stop the, it. you know i while you we were sleeping is a really really fun movie. i was so mad it. Did, i wasn't mad but i was sad it, it didn't make my list it's in my honorable mentions that part with the with the paper boy falling over that makes the movie awesome already and the dinner conversation is wonderful the cat i don't remember i can name almost every other character but i can't name that cat name every character well can i name the can <laughs> no. i name the neighbor that no, <laughs> you <laughs> need to name the cat. name the cat i can't name the cat it's, it's not joe but it's fluffy why? Why is this a question? It's barely a question. It's <laughs> like name name a cat name. <laughs> yeah, any cat name. Name my first cat, Fluffy. No, they say the name the cat's name twenty five times in the movie. So, that, I just made that up. That's gratuitous. I have no idea. I think there is a part where she <laughs> is like kind of trying to coax it out, and so she's saying the name a lot. But even then, you you say right. Mitzi. Next Mitzi. question. Joe is the neighbor that I remember. What kind of food causes food poisoning in Bridesmaid? Bridesmaid. Who's it's Joel. it's a Brazilian chasqueria. It's the meats. Yes, yeah, right. Brazilian meats. Nice work. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> awful scene. Oh man, it's awful. It's so terrible. <sighs> All right. Why doesn't Deborah Kerr keep her promise? Whoopsie Daisy, Joel, because she's uh, hit by car and paralyzed. That's correct. You're killing me. <laughs> can can you finish the question? <laughs> keep her promise to meet Cary Grant's character at the top of the Empire State Building in an affair to remember. Uh, full confession. I didn't see a, an affair to remember for quite some time, and it was actually because of Sleepless in Seattle that I knew that part. Mm. When they talk about it, and then she starts crying, and they did the Dirty Dozen. Yeah. Oh, it's a great moment in cinema. All right. Two more questions. For this round. What kind of cancer does Mandy Moore die of in A Walk to Remember? Whoops, you complete me. Joel. Leukemia. That's correct. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> That's, That's like all my favorite movies. Like, I thought you were say it's your favorite cancer. I was going to say leukemia. <laughs> Why are we cheering for cancer? That's my favorite cancer. Yes. <laughs> uh, no melanoma, guys. Come on, melanoma. <laughs> okay, last one. I'm real sad. Ride. I missed that one. You're real sad. Many more died in that one. I am actually. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's Nicholas Sparks. We all know someone's going to die. Is what that are... Nicholas Sparks? Yeah, yeah. It's one of his first. Yeah. Does he always write those types of movies? Yeah. Have you not seen more than three? I've seen like a couple of them, and I didn't know that that. No, was someone extended. always dies. It doesn't need to be the lead, but some. Extra Did he write me a role in The Dying Girl? No, Oh. Oh, well, I mean, come on. He wouldn't be that obvious. It just has to have a title hmm. like "Me." I'm really yeah, surprised didn't know that. Yeah, that's like his thing. It's like this ridiculous. I just knew it's it was his trope. It's like forced drama every time. Okay. Last question this round. What are the three most famous lines from Jerry Maguire? Whoopsie daisy, Joel. Show me the money. That's right. You complete me. That's correct. It's mine. You had me at hello. That's correct. Not how much does a human brain weigh or human. You know, head the weigh? human brain weighs up to eight pounds. <laughs> No, that, uh, that, I, I, Jerry Maguire, I think I've seen maybe once, but the secret garden song where they played the lines throughout the song, they, it was all on the radio all the time in the nineties. I have that song. The secret garden song. You've got a secret garden. Oh, right. right, Yeah. I was thinking savage garden for a little bit. (laughs) Chucky cherry Cola. I'll be your dream. I'll be your wish. I'll be your fantasy. I'll be your. will keep going. You're helping your, your cause. Love for everything <laughs> that you need. Oh my, truly yeah. madly deeply. All right, let's go. What are we at? Number two. we We're at number two. And who's turning? I'll it? go first because mine's not going to be surprised. It's about time. Like I said, uh, this this story, it really is about a father-son relationship at the core, Mm -hmm. but the romance is such a large part of it. And you really truly believe that these people are in love and the relationship feels realistic, but it just, it makes you appreciate every single day. Like it really does at the end make you go, you know what? It's wonderful to be where you are. Appreciate your life. Appreciate who you're with. Appreciate your children, appreciate your wife, your family. It's just amazingly uplifting. Do you cry in this movie? Yes. He <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually just cried right now. I'm weeping openly right now. Um I'm trying to think I almost mm. I almost cried during I, this movie. I cried yeah. during Mulan Rouge. That's impressive. And I cried during about time but those only two hours. Almost crying is worth like 10 Joel cries. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. No, that's true. <laughs> and it also uh it also uh Features Margot Robbie, which is <laughs> Margot Robbie again. Margot Robbie, By the way, <laughs> I was going to say that. Yeah, I found out that Richard Curtis has actually said this is likely to be his last film as director. About time. What he said? He'll still be in the film industry, but he said this might be his last film as director. Oh come on! That's what he said. He's only done about four movies, and I think, all together, really and they're all really good. Well, I actually I didn't like Four uh, Sh- Weddings and a Funeral. Yeah, not a big fan of that one. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. That movie kind of set the pace for a lot of lot of what we see now. I totally agree. But just because Bottle Rocket was really good doesn't mean I like that one. Uh, Wes Anderson. The West, okay. Yeah, sorry. Jumping, You're making an allusion to West Anderson. Yeah. It's like the first movie is fine. and like I don't like Wes Anderson anyways, but I would say Richard like Curtis. Curtis or right. For the for, the for the Coen brothers. So like the starting movie isn't always the best, but I'm glad for the foundation at late because it made all these other movies. I really like Four Weddings and a Funeral. I think, yeah. It's fine. Did a ton of good I things. Think, I don't think it's aged very well at all. Hmm. All right. All right. Kent. All right, my number two is a movie that Joel does not like. It came out in two thousand nine, and it is Five Hundred Days of Summer. Oh yeah, I honestly have no idea why you would just say, "Oh yeah." It's okay. I, it's, I tried it's really okay. hard to get a quiz question for give us a moment. give us a pitch. All right, so this is it. Tells a story in a nonlinear narrative, and so it's about Tom knowing Summer in the five hundred days that he knows her. Basically, it, it is a story about the lo- life and death of a, a relationship. So he meets her, gets excited, they have a honeymoon period, they break up, probably in the middle of the 500 days, and then it's him dealing with Spoiler the thing. breakup. No, that's the movie. I mean, the the thing it does in the beginning, it says, this is not a love story. The opening is great, actually, with the, like, uh, the text that comes up. Right. Is like, this is in no way referenced to any particular person, especially you, then he says her name. Yes. Then he says you... You know, bad word. Yes. And uh, family friendly. And uh, yeah, I was <laughs> now like, oh, friendly that's, a, friendly? that's a great opening. Yeah. <laughs> now, I watched this movie last night and I was just going to watch the first 30 minutes just for the opening. And I wanted to see the him walking out of the apartment, you know, basically dancing, uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's looking in, in the mirror to uh, Han Solo. I really should clarify. But I watched the whole movie. I just couldn't stop because... That's the one you watched last night? Yeah. Nice. I think it is that fantastic. I actually, I'm, I'm reading my review of it when I wrote it. And uh, I have to say, I I should clarify, I don't hate this movie. But it wasn't one of my favorites. Like I think it got talked up too much, so when I saw it, I'm like, yeah, it's good. But it wasn't like pow. Like I I think the preparation kind of killed the movie for me because I was expecting a lot more. Okay. It actually made me feel terrible. Like when it was over. Like I was impressed by it, by its ability to make me feel bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, weird it, it, it ends on kind of a downer. Yeah. Well, I would say it ends on you know the up part. If you I don't want to say what happens right. the last day, but right, it's right. I think it's very good. But yes, the movie is a downer because we get to jump in at the best parts of this relationship, whether the relationship's over or not. We don't have to be there for like the drudgery. You just see the the most impactful moments. And I think I think one of the reasons it left a sour taste in my mouth is because how awful Summer was. Oh, okay. character, no, and, but, but that, the case could be made that Summer is not a bad character. I, it, it could, I think it's that, from his perspective. It's from his perspective, which and is fair. She always told him that they were not going to be. All that exclusive, yeah, basically, yeah, and I and to its credit, it made me feel something. And so, I plan to revisit this one one day. I truly recommend it. I think this is one of the best. Is that going out on there. a marathon? Uh, yeah, I guess it is now. Gotta <laughs> remember but that second one. This has some of the, the greatest film scenes I've ever seen, whether it's the expectations and reality, whether it's dancing out of the apartment, the IKEA scenes where they, they show the... the product placement scenes. Right. Well, yes, but they show like the good times in a relationship, and they show the bad times in the relationship. Who's right the after. director on this one? It is uh, Mark Webb. Mark Webb, and then, mm-hmm. then he ended up doing something else, right? Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man. That's what <laughs> which, is e- 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 which is too bad. Webb, which is you would you had to go there. <laughs> but this uh, this is absolutely one of my favorite movies. I really? love this movie. Yes, Huh. but I'll give it another chance. You really should. I, re- I, re- I will. Mark cool, cool. I will. All right, quiz, quiz, quiz. Time quiz. for Joel to get some points. Let's <laughs> <laughs> give Joel some more points. Should we just give Joel the next five? Maybe cool? you should give me a chance first. And no, then <laughs> the thing is, Joel, I'm, I'm Joel has holding to on one Ken second is, delay. Ken has creamed me on so many quizzes. And I'm just hanging on to this lead tooth and nail. I forgot what my buzzer was. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In what city did Harry and Sally both attend college? Oh. Whoopsie-daisy. Joel. Wasn't it NYU? Incorrect. You complete me. Get Boston. Also incorrect. I'll give you guys another chance. <laughs> Whoopsie-daisy. I, if you don't know... Iowa State. <laughs> what is that? You're just making up the most random thing. I know they have to drive of... somewhere, but I can't you remember... You complete me? Uh, yeah, I can't. Uh, Chicago. That's correct. Yeah! Ah! Yay! Good job. Was that a wild guess? Yeah, wild guess. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> big city, big city. <laughs> You're like, Chicago. Uh, Chicago. I know. Five Not five New York, cities. so probably Chicago. Right. <laughs> what does Samantha give Ted as a thank you for talking to her about her love troubles at the dance in 16 Candles? You complete me. 16, 16 candles. panties that's correct yeah <laughs> family friendly <laughs> i like the word panties <laughs> it's just, what, really forrest gump <laughs> what was that you haven't seen 16 candles i know i, I saw a uh, pretty in pink and i plan on watching 16 candles i just haven't gotten around to it i need to it's that uh, it's 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 pretty real feeling actually yes. it's a good yeah. movie yeah i mean i know a lot about it but not that apparently you didn't know that well I know there's I know there's a whole thing with like holding him up and all that but I right. really don't remember I don't know much else I know yeah. there's ducky and things yeah, like yeah it's that. just a, a perverted perverted boy basically <laughs> that that's all he wants and he's, he's not actually even malicious it's just it's kind of weird it anyway. sounds a little malicious now though like see also later. movies that can never be made now yeah right yeah, that's one of those PG movies that's not really PG. That's not at exactly all. what that one is. Yes, <laughs> I know because I watched it when I was fourteen, and I was like, "Oh my!" And yeah, and I had sisters, so I was mm-hmm. watching it, and I was like, uh, "Should I be? Yeah, I don't there, understand there this. Is, but should I be watching this? There is some nudity in it. Nudity? Yes, that sounds awesome. That's how I edit nudity. <laughs> Family friendly, Joel. Titanic is how many minutes long? Whoopsie daisy, Joel. One hundred and eighty minutes. That's you complete One hundred eighty one. Bob, that is closer. <laughs> yeah, i <win>! <laughs> <laughs> Joel. 190 minutes. Okay. <laughs> you complete me 191. <laughs> it's over three hours long. It was on two VHS tapes. Uh, I don't know if I should stop now. I got <laughs> closer. Kent <laughs> yeah, is technically closer <laughs> right now. Whoopsie-daisy. 186 minutes. Incorrect. You complete me. Near, far, wherever you are. I'll never let go. (laughs) I'll never let go, Jack. I sang for it. Rose! (laughs) Rose! Whoa, is he like Mickey Rooney? That's basically how I see Jack. (laughs) Rose! Rose! The answer is 210. Whoa! Uh, It would have taken us a while to get there. Yeah. (laughs) You guys, it was taking too long. Honestly. No points for you guys. (laughs) Oh, I sang for it. You guys both sang, yeah. What kind of shoes does Jonathan Switcher wear throughout Mannequin? You complete me. Kim. Airwalks. Incorrect. Think more whoopsie-daisy. Oddly. Flip-flops. It's, it, you it, complete it me. It was a thing. Yeah. Cool. Penny loafers? Incorrect. Whoopsie-daisy. High heels. This is a very <laughs> weird movie. You complete me. What the kind answer? of shoes? <laughs> Bowling shoes. That's a thing? Can we have a redo on the questions? Can I Can I just... Yeah. Can I sing the song? Let them say we're crazy. Hollywood. What do they know? <laughs> you know what's weird? <laughs> I shouldn't even... I think this will be too telling, but I had a really big crush. Oh, man. Me too. Right? On the mannequin. Right. Yes. But did you feel wrong about it? Yes, because she was an inanimate object. It's Kim Cattrall. It's yes. the mannequin. And I always felt like... Oh, that's weird. Does that mean I like mannequins when I go to stores with my mom? <laughs> 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 Do, will they become real actually, and love me? I, I thought so. And I'm nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although uh, your crush on Hollywood is what weird, weirds me <laughs> out. Hollywood. He's an icon. Last one. Yeah. This round. Did we get any right this round? No. Yeah, yeah you did. Uh, you got the first two. You just didn't get the last two. <laughs> Which actors from Kenneth Branagh's Much Ado About Nothing went on to star in Harry Potter? Which is easy? Joel. That would be Kenneth Brenna and Emma Thompson. There's one more too, but it's who can name the most gets the point. So unless Kent can give you that one. Kate Beckinsale is also in it, but she's not in Harry Potter. Um, I still got the majority. Even if you guessed that one, I still get majority. Yeah, that's true. And Keanu Reeves. No. And Danzel Washington. Kate Beckinsale. And Imelda and, and yeah. uh, Staunton. Oh, of course. Oh, right. Imelda, Imelda Staunton. Stanton. <laughs> Dolores Umbridge? Is she? Yeah, she's Dolores Umbridge. Oh, Umbridge! Yeah, I hate Umbridge worse than I hate Voldemort. Right? She's okay. That's way it for worse. that round. Okay. So. so we're on to our number ones. Number should we, one. Should and we one more give quiz. honorable mentions real quick? Just oh yeah, yeah. breeze through them. Well, we'll oh, no, 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 no. Do it after our number one. Because if we give away the honorable mentions, that'll mean they're not on our list. Which, well, I guess we're not narrowing it down too. much. I just much, want so. to get them out of the way. Okay, real go quick. for it. What's your honorable mentions? <clears throat> kid? Silver Linings Playbook, Shaun of the Dead is the one that I thought you would probably put on the list <clears throat> because it's a rom-com. And oh, I thought we were talking about Silver Linings Playbook. Okay. Is that when you. Okay. We did like talk that one. about that. Okay. Warm Bodies, another rom-zom-com. I really like this one. <laughs> rom-zom-com. Uh, love Actually is on my Warm list. Warm Bodies gets an honorable mention. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Notting Hill, About a Boy, and Princess Bride. Oh, About a Boy? I forgot about a right? Boy. I love that Boy. I thought about Princess Bride, but I do not consider that a romantic comedy. It's, just, it's you know. Like fantasy. 80s fantasy. Yeah, it's comedy fantasy. I didn't think it a romantic. I'd comedy, agree with that. But, uh, my honorable mentions: Return to Me uh, with uh, D- David D'Coveney and Mini Driver where he gets his wife's heart through a transplant. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I love that movie. Uh, Say Anything. I was re- Yeah, Say Anything is one of those classic ones that I'd love to watch over and over again. In your eyes. The light, the heat. Your eyes. I am complete. Your eyes. I see the purpose uh, doorways by the way my, my arms are above he's holding my head. a stereo above his head right that's a great one though and i really that pained me not to include that on this list sleep is in seattle silver weddings playbook the wedding singer while you were sleeping and big fish actually oh big fish i would not consider that uh romantic movie if about time is then big fish is that's yeah, more of a father and son story but it's about him finding his wife and falling in love it's all about love that's how the conversation starts with uh, mal what's her name mal from inception help me oh yeah marianne cotillard yeah marianne cotillard that's mm-hmm. how the conversation starts so she starts talking about love and more. i'll give it to you but that's an audible mention so quiz ha- or number one i say quiz then we'll end with number ones get okay, quiz plot twist we're so good at quizzes lately yes yeah what decade is the original romance from the notebook set in you complete me can 60s that's incorrect <laughs> whoopsie daisy joel 50s also incorrect. You complete me, 40s. Really? <laughs> no one gets <hits> that point. <laughs> is that 40s? it 40s? How old Not. are these people? They're old. <laughs> They're James Garner's age. Uh, okay. What Smith's lyric is sung in the elevator <gasps> during 500 days of summer? You complete me. Can't. Oh, my gosh. I watched this last night, and she sings it with him in the elevator. Mm-hmm. To, it's like to die in your to, uh, in your eyes or something. It's just Whoopsie-daisy. Like, Meat is murder. It's no. my favorite Smith song, <laughs> it's, but it's yeah. I know the song, I just can't because he always if he can mumbles the old mobile. Sing it lyrics. the lyrics. No, no, all you need is the lyrics. I just I I don't know to die by your side. To such, die by your side. I was like to die in your eyes. To die. By your side. Such a heavenly. It was way so to close. Die. To it was really close. It was really. Close. You were very close. Were and very I hummed. Close. You did hum. But I don't. I don't think. It's Remember a point. that time when I was really generous? But to I you? Sang, I sang the lyrics. Actually, I didn't. And just I go, said to die. Death. Death. No, you don't get a point. Oh come on. All you got was to die. That's the first of, like, 12 <laughs> to lyrics. Die, That's, like, all the Smith songs, really. To live no more. All right. We'll see how this one goes. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what how they all two go. two lines from The Godfather are featured in You've Got Mail? Oh, oh. Uh, mm. Whoopsie-daisy. Joel. You broke my heart, Fredo. <laughs> and uh, take the cannoli. <laughs> take the, uh, you completely take the cannoli was there. Is it? And Mick and Malfrey can't refuse. Neither of those. None of the ones we've nah. talked about. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, that's not. And you've got mail. What? Why, yeah, is. why would it be in there? No, he says it because it's Tom Hanks' shtick or whatever it is. Okay, what's the answer? Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday. <sighs> and go to the mattresses. Wait, the days of the week are a quote from Godfather? It, you'd say I'm out of order. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. But why? Wednesday. I don't remember the Godfather reference there. Hmm. I didn't come up with this question, and oh, I don't now know. He's, now, <laughs> yeah. he's, now he's distancing himself. I'm not distancing no, no. myself. I'm saying I don't have background information on this one. I, I should, but I don't. All right. Okay. Is this the question. last one? Two more. Okay. Please fill in the blank. If music be the blank of love, play on. Whoopsie daisy. Joel. Spice. Incorrect. You complete me. Baby Spice. Beat. Guys, this is Shakespeare. I know. That's why I'm bugged. I can't remember it. I, I, I was like, "This one's too easy." Music, be the blank. of Oh, love. oh, 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 oh. Uh, is it soundtrack? No, no. William <laughs> <they up> Shakespeare? <laughs> Shakespeare said soundtrack. I, I don't know. Heart, love, the wine is, of no, heart. It was iPad. He said iPad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna keep going until you guys get this one. Um, this is okay. from Twelve Nights. The r- rhythm. <laughs> no. The rhythm of the night. I looked it up. I can't answer. You oh, looked it up because uh, we've already gone through the run so many times so we weren't going to get it. Okay, I guess I give up then. Can't you give up? Uh, go- Google Glass. <laughs> food. Food is the answer. Oh, if that's music dumb. Be the food of love. Play on. It's not uh, dumb. It's super obvious. Stupid. Disappointed in you both. Wait, wait. If I'm... music be the food of love, play on. It's not like eat, eat up. <laughs> Kent is changing Shakespeare. If music be the food of love, then eat up, everybody! And fill your tummy. I'm taking a point away from both of you for missing that. That was a stupid Shakespeare quote. It's a romantic comedy. There's much better. There's nothing from Taming of the Shrew? That's no. a great romantic comedy. Well, yeah, Shakespeare it, just, it is actually a really great one. Stupid also, you played another one, so that'd be easy. I know. Does Meg Ryan's character use a Mac or PC for her to play the computer? Mac. That was Kent, and the answer is Mac. Yeah, like yeah, he got It would that. only be a question if it was a Mac, right? <laughs> it's only because Kent loves Macs. Did I catch up? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's really mean. <laughs> What's the final score? <laughs> Kent is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Joel is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Yes! I'm not, not as bad. Yeah, Congratulations. That, that wasn't a you? Thank you. How many did we not get at all? Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's uh, kind of One, intrigued. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten out <laughs> of 25 questions neither one of us got it write. <laughs> yeah. You at home probably did, though. Bethany wins. <laughs> Bethany wins. Yeah, Bethany yeah, wins that went, round. She got ten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we should go to our number one. Right. one My number one, uh, Joel's actually already mentioned it. It's Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Excellent choice. This movie is in my top ten movies of all time list. Beautiful, beautiful film. You want to give a synopsis? I definitely or do. a summary? Jim Carrey's best role to date. He plays Joel Barish. Better than Ace Ventura? Mm. <laughs> I'm drinking, Joel. <laughs> Don't make me upset. <laughs> so he plays a shy man. He's drawn to free spirit Clementine, played by Kate Winslet. Mm-hmm. And they can't deny their magnetism. She's a clementine? That, yeah. that's, they actually clementine talk about that. Oh, yeah? But yeah. They, so they can't deny their their chemistry that they have going. And they they meet up. They talk. They're having fun. And then they realize they've actually been in a relationship before. Yeah, What? Have you not seen this movie? I haven't. Oh, Jacob, it's, like, it's Oh, beautiful. my word. It's beautiful. I don't want to talk it up too much, but I th- feel like I already have by making it number one. There's It's about a service that actually erases your memories. And so you can go in there and erase relationships from your memory and that's what the service provides. And they so relationship- like people get screwed over and over again. That's what's well, one of the dangers, but it, they, they it, this they, is yeah. Well they erase people's memories and they send cards to all the people you list that says they've erased, erased this person from the memory or this pet from their memory please please no longer refer to them around them because they don't remember them. Hmm. So they actually go in and physically delete stuff in your brain and it's it's really just so creative it's directed if, by michelle if we ever Gondry. break up i'm doing that with you guys <laughs> are we dating you're gonna you remember if the they'll ever breaks up? i don't even want to remember you oh well um, i just love i love that moment when uh, she says meet me in montauk and he goes all righty then <laughs> smoking <laughs> shut up joel <laughs> But it, it's great because it's it's science fiction, mm-hmm. it's psychological thriller, yeah. it's a love story. And honestly, even though their relationship was like doomed and it's hot and cold, even when they realized the truth, it, it's kind of asked this question of, even though you know how a relationship could go, which ends poorly, would you still try for it anyways, Ooh. just for the experience? That's yeah. like my end quote. That's, That's what good. my end quote's good. about. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, and if I may pitch a little more of, of Kent's number one, because I think it's a fabulous film it's visually amazing like the, a lot Absolutely. of the a lot of the visual effects are done like in camera and so it's it's like weird like it, it's surreal the way they portray it like they're walking down a street and then the camera flips and they're walking the same way on a different street like it's it's bizarre or like he Jim Carrey is Jim Carrey, but witnessing the, his past, basically, when he was a child, having a bathtub in the sink. Yes. And it's a giant Jim Carrey in a giant sink. Yeah. And you have to see it to believe it. Because it, it works. It all takes place in his mind as it's getting erased. Well, not all of it, but a lot of the movie takes place in his mind. And that's what makes it kind of... This is weird. Fabulous. No, you need to watch this. It's really good. Absolutely essential. Yeah. All right, Joel? Uh, Kent is actually already named my number one. Hmm. It's Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're playing all coy about this one. I. Uh, Shaun Number of the one Dead, romance? The tagline is a romantic comedy with zombies. And it has almost all of the check marks of a romantic comedy. It has the breakup where the man is trying to get the woman back, it has the quirky best friend that they all, you know, vent to. But is he nice to her at the end of the movie? Yeah. I mean, like after the movie, do you think he's changed? Is he better? Yeah. No, I think he has. Or at least they've, they've kind of.
1: Well, and they kind
0: of have a roommate, a permanent roommate, but that's another story. But uh, also it has the older parent, the older couple who's a little bit, you know, the way they talk is kind of funny. And that's, you know, the comic comedic relief. It really, Mm -hmm. it has a chase scene. It really is kind of this romantic comedy disguised as a zombie movie, which makes it accessible for both men and women. For those of you who don't know what the story is about, Shaun of the Dead is about a zombie apocalypse in England. And it's the whole English properness mm-hmm. and uh, dealing with a, a zombie apocalypse. And it is it is one of my favorite movies of all time. And like that's why my blog is called Slice of Fried Gold and things right. like that. But it's also, it, it works for men. It works for women. It's hilarious. This is a movie I will watch any given day of the week. The reason this qualifies definitely is because Sean has never wanted to introduce his girlfriend to his mother. Yep. But in this movie, it is the worst possible circumstances, and he's going to have to do it now. Yes. And, and that's what this movie is kind of built on. Even after, I mean, they break up fairly early, early right. on in the movie, and so then, like, his mom is like, Are "You going to bring her over?" and he's like, "Ah, doesn't know how to say it." It, it really is a romantic comedy, even, and it's a gateway horror movie too. Is like, people will watch this one who don't like horror movies. They're like, "That was a lot of fun," and it's because it is. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Love so, it. There you go. Cool, cool. So many good movies here. I, I really just want to go watch all these now. I think we love this genre. I think we love like Made in Manhattan, but we're not. And I actually like not Made in Manhattan, but the Wedding Planner. I'm not. I don't hate, really. Yeah, with, with, with McConaughey and J Lo, I really don't hate that one, but it didn't make my honorable mention because it is one of those more run of the mill types. And truthfully, it's way run of the mill. It is very run of the mill. Look, well, you know what I found in my research that the most cliched, or the, the the romantic comedy that hit all of the romantic comedy cliches, was actually How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, where it had almost everything. Where it was like the quirky best friend, the chase at the end. The uh, mistaken identity and right. the, the discovery mm-hmm. of truth—like it really hit all those. Do you think that movie knew they were doing those tropes? Oh, I'm sure for they sure. did. That was part of the formula. Do you, it's a really but do you think it was movie? smart? Because they still do the whole "I lied to you, I lied to you." Let's you know chase each other at the end and fall right. in love for real. I mean, I think there is intelligence to it, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think it, it's if, one of the most guilty. If the formula you know works, mind. keep using it, and they they used it to a T. I don't hate that one either. And hey, what happened to Hitch? <laughs> oh yeah Hitch. my number my number one is Hitch. Oh, Hitch. the movie where the the, <laughs> fe, the female protagonist really does mess up everything and yet it's still the male protagonist who has to apologize at the end because he snapped at her i'm gonna back away from this one i think you should no i just i remember like that wasn't i was like wait wait she didn't apologize I she should have apologized too i had a relative tell me in all seriousness that it was the best movie they'd ever seen really before Hitch. before i saw it i was like you got to be crazy. <laughs> like it was before I saw it. So I didn't know for sure. You right. know? I don't know, like, okay. No, Hitch, yeah. Hitch was, was fine. But I just remember I, I was bugged at the ending. Cause I was like, they're trying to shoehorn the traditional rom-com ending in this movie. That wasn't initially a traditional rom-com. Yeah, right. And that kind of bothered. No, me. that, that makes it pretty awkward. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there you go. There it is. There are our top five romantic movies. We hope that you enjoyed that list. And we hope that you are able, if you haven't seen some of these movies, we really do recommend them. Uh, maybe on VidAngel or Clearplay, depending on what you want. (laughs) Right. But, uh, we'd like to hear your comments as well at baconcell.com or on our Facebook page. Please, you know, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We'd love to get more followers. And we do a lot of interaction with people on social media. And so we want to make sure that you get your comments there. You can find me at, at QuickWits. They perform every Saturday night 10 o'clock at the Midville Performing Arts Center at qw, qwcomedy.com. You can also find me on Twitter at 786Joel. You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Kenny3DD. Uh, I do face reviews again. I haven't done it for a while. There's a new one up for Deadpool, so go check it out. Uh, also, go to ShowtimeShowdown.com for all my new movie reviews. Awesome. And you can find me, uh, Jacob, at Jacob A. Rogers on Twitter. Uh, you've been listening to Bacon Sale, and I want to leave you with this. Yes. yes. <laughs> 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 Winning that ticket, Rose, was the best thing that ever happened to me. It brought me to you. You must do me this honor, Rose. Promise me you'll survive, <laughs> that you won't give up. No matter what happens, no matter how hopeless, promise me now, Rose, and never let go of that promise. How did that have to do with Bacon Sale? This has been Bacon Bacon Sale. sale. (laughs) We love to spread the love. You're in trouble. You're toast. Yep, you're toast. It's eye candy for both of us. We're like heartless apes. out on that, man. Oh, you're saying that kind of personality is the Kenny D personality? A little cynical critic? Yes. That's really rude. said I wasn't gonna lose my head but then goes my Why are we cheering for cancer? <laughs> That's my favorite cancer. Yes. <laughs> you know the human brain? brain weighs up to eight pounds? I can't <laughs> I'm weeping openly right now. Kent almost crying is worth like ten Joel cries. Yeah. <laughs> I like the word panties. <laughs> Nudity? Yes. That sounds awesome. But did you feel wrong about it? Yes, because she was an inanimate object. It's- Does that mean I like mannequins when I go to stores with my mom? Just can't let you go. I can't... In your eyes, the light, the heat, your eyes. I am complete, your eyes. I see the <laughs> purpose. Of... If music be the food <laughs> of love, then eat up, everybody. <laughs> i silly. Did I catch up? That's funny. Shut up, Kenny D.